0: Welcome to the Iron Mind Podcast. I'm Dr. Ian Quist. Make sure you hit that subscribe button below so you don't miss any future episodes. Welcome to the Iron Mind Podcast. I'm Dr. Ian Quist. I wanted to start today's episode with a huge thank you to all of you for um, for listening. Our numbers are, are growing and it's exciting. It's uh, it, it, Continues to motivate me to keep doing these. I mean, if you guys want to stop listening, then I'm going to stop doing them. But as long as somebody's willing to listen, I'm going to keep talking. So today, I want to talk to you guys about something that I use quite often in my practice with my patients, and it's this concept of um, I, I've had this conversation with with my wife Amanda often about you know how how would I change things if I found out that I had some potentially life-ending disease, okay? Now, this isn't to bring us down. It's not to live in fear. It's to say, what would I do different? You know, what what are some of the things that you might change if you got that second chance, right? So, um, you know, you, you, we, we all know somebody that had a heart attack that you know, they, they quit smoking, they stopped drinking, they they lost a bunch of weight. Um, but there, th- that's part of it. There's some of those things that I would do different physically. That I would maybe consume uh, consume less sugar for sure. Um, I would eat, you know, I eat lots of veggies because I'm vegetarian, but eat, eat more vegetables. Wh- whatever, all the things that we think of that um, you know that we think of with our health, but truly the most amazing thing is that i have uh i have a number of patients that have had cancer and some of those people a good majority of them they they really started to live after that and i'm not talking about diet and nutrition and exercise i'm talking about like their attitude and the things that they did and the things that they didn't do um and and it's it's so awesome chatting to some of these people because they they just they uh, they stop and they smell the roses. And it's amazing. I think of my father-in-law, who at the age of 48, um, he died of a heart attack. And I've read studies that say 30% of people that their first indication of heart disease is actually a massive heart attack uh, that that kills them. Um, so so a lot of people don't get the second chance, right? Like I'm not sure what Jay would have done had he uh, survived that heart attack. I, I'm curious what... Changes he would have made, both in his lifestyle and and you know other other areas of his life. So, so man and I have sort of gone through, um, you know, this first part of our life together as as if what well what happens if one of us were to die at forty eight, right? So we didn't leave things on the table. We we've, we've gone on vacation. We you know we invested in in our family um, in in a sense that's different than some other people. Um, that we were willing to just take that time and and truly look at the time on vacation for example as an investment. And so for us we we we've been living like that for a while, but one of the things that I've started to to really look at, I'm I'll be 49 soon and I'm one of the few people I think that's really excited to turn 50. I might have even said that already on a previous podcast. Um so I've got a year and a month to go and um and it's it's amazing because we can't See, fear fear is going to ride in the car, but you just can't let it drive. There's always going to be some fear in our life. There's always going to be some concern. And that being said, don't let it drive. Don't let it drive the car. You're in charge. Drive that car, right? You have to start to take control of your life and recognize that what we're doing right now that's leading us to our ideal life or away from our ideal life is our choices. And you're going to see this theme repeated through every single podcast probably, it's you are so much more in control than you think you are um it's it's really amazing actually there's a great book i can't remember the author actually i'm sorry um and it's to do with eating frogs and i think it was mark twain that said if you're going to have to eat a frog eat it first thing in the morning and this this whole book it was based it was to do with procrastination but the whole point was that if you, have, if you have a whole bunch of frogs that have to be eaten during the day, right? So a bunch of different activities and things on your to-do list. The the book talks about eating the biggest, ugliest frog first. Um, most of us put that off. Most of us will eat the small, small frog and kind of that big, ugly frog, we just leave it on the plate. And then every time we look at the plate, all we see is this big, ugly frog, right? And the moment that you finally eat that big, ugly frog, guess what happens? You, you all of a sudden have this ability to, to look at your plate and not have this fret and concern. And going along our theme of what would we do different, it's, you know, do those big tasks. You know, um, I talk to people about this with taxes, you know, and people put off doing their taxes and they put off doing their taxes and it's that big, ugly frog on the plate that they just have to get around to doing. And I'll tell you, when they come in, it is remarkable when you're talking to them, you know their taxes are done. They're in a good mood. They're, you know, they're so happy that they finally finished this this task that was on their list, and it could be anything from cleaning up the basement to, you know, setting up a nutrition plan for yourself. And so these are those tasks that I think of like, you know, what would I think if 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 I if I had that that opportunity where something had happened and I had a second chance, would I? be terribly concerned about my taxes. I mean, obviously you have to be a responsible individual and do your taxes. So you just say, well, I gotta do my taxes. So you do your taxes. And instead of focusing on it and being negative about it, and it's like every conversation turns back to, you know, oh, I just have to get these stupid taxes done. And this could be anything. I mean, I have had patients for 20 years, they've been patients in my office and they're wonderful, lovely people that I love dearly that have wanted to lose weight for 20 years, okay? They've wanted to, meaning it's it's like a dream, it's a wish, right? But it, they they've never taken any action, and they they I mean they talk about it constantly, and I'm like, man, I think it would have been easier to just take some action steps and lose the weight. Then it would be to sit and focus on it for twenty years, right? And this could be with debt management. It could be with your relationships. It's all of those things that if you found out that you potentially had a short period of time left, what would you be doing different? Or another way that I prefer to look at this is if if I cheated death, if if something happened, and I you know, and I realized that I'm that I was truly given the second opportunity, then how would I take advantage of that? So I have been living my life like this for a few years now, where when I get up in the morning, I'm like, this, this is another chance. And every day is that second, third, fourth, fifth chance. Um, it's it's amazing when I chat to people. I actually have a patient that when he comes in, it's so awesome. And and he knows the exact number of days that he has been alive. And, and he celebrates it because it's a world record, right? He's like, it's the, the, the longest I've ever lived. And And he's like, he's seriously excited about it. And it's so neat to see because his perspective, he never complains about getting old. He celebrates it. He celebrates the fact that he's alive and that he's got this opportunity every single day to, to, you know, put a smile on my face or go out and do something good for himself or, or even better go out and do something great for his neighbors. And so having that opportunity and looking at it like that is, is key. So, um, I was chatting to a a very dear friend of mine who has been a wonderful, wonderful help through this whole um, podcast thing. And her name is Kim. And uh, hi, Kim, I know that you'll be listening. So you can tell me that you heard this. But anyway, and we were talking about the previous episode, um, one or two episodes ago on perfectionism. And, you know, and I said to her that every time we chat, we I think of the things that I should have said, I'm like, Oh, I should have, talked about the time about, um, you know, everybody talks about um, ready, aim, fire. And I said, that is a perfectionist life. Ready, aim, fire. And those people, guess what they never, ever, ever do. They never fire, they never pull the trigger because they're constantly, they get ready, then the aim is their perfectionism before they're willing to pull the trigger. And the old saying that I've heard is ready, fire, aim. So get ready, fire, and then aim. Right, you're gonna you're gonna now move move your your sights and change them according to the outcome of the shot. But if you never ever 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 fire, what like what's the point? Right, we're here to live a life, not to not to observe other people living great lives. Um, it's hard work for everybody. You know, I I mean I'm a big fan of podcasts. I listen to the Rich Roll podcast, and he was chatting to a guy today, and they were talking about how, you know, the, the listeners will often think, "Oh well, you know, they've got this great life," and and it's the same old thing of, "Well, they they're choosing it. They have they're making such conscious decisions every single moment of every single day to live that life that they that they desire to have." And I was doing a. Um, a group bike ride on a program called Zwift. So it's winter time where I am, it's freezing cold out. And so we're doing all of our rides are indoors. And so um, yesterday I had what's called my, I'm on my recovery week. So it was a shorter ride than normal, but it was two hours and five minutes. So when you're inside, even with Netflix or or Amazon Prime, you know, two hours and a bit on a a bike inside is, you know, it's pretty boring after a while. again, I'll listen to podcasts a lot, which help pass the time, but my coach has started these um, Zoom meetups. So so there's like six or seven of us and we're on Zoom and we're all riding on the same course. We're riding together and, you know, you can see each other's bike and, and it's, it's just kind of a fun way to pass the time. And it was really actually interesting because my coach says, you know, what everybody, everybody, we're going to just kind of go around the, the group here and talk about how, how was your week. And it was, it was interesting because these are mostly type a people right they're they're training for triathlons and they're go-getters and we're living in a very challenging time right now um you know during a pandemic a global pandemic that's impacting every single person on some some manner and um it was interesting because i think i was a second or third person and i'm like i had a great week and and i'm not that's not fluff i'm not making that up i'm like no i had a great week I've, i'm learning how to deal with the crap i i I take those challenges and like I say, I just don't let them drive the car. They're, they're going to be in the car, but I'm, I'm not going to let them drive the car. And so we, we deal with that stuff and it's something that we work really hard at in our house is to, to deal with stuff and to think that we just don't know when that second chance is You know, maybe not going to come and, and things can change. And without it being in a state of fear. I want to be very clear about that. I don't want people listening to this and then start living like, oh my gosh, I could die today. That's that's not the point. The point is, is that I want you to live knowing that none of us are promised tomorrow. And so if we have this, you know, great experience today with 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 anybody, with a stranger, with our loved ones, with co-workers, with um, anybody that you come in contact with that if something were to happen that that it was like this that it was just meaningful that there was purpose to your day in your life and purpose is you know the, the purpose-driven life right that's a book by Rick Warren and having purpose each day is so meaningful and it makes it makes getting up like lovely right I mean I mean let's face it I, I really love morning time so it's not hard for me to get out of bed and you know i have purpose every day there's there's some purpose and i know what my purpose is if you go back to my morning routine podcast it was a popular one um, you'll kind of figure out what i do in the morning to prepare myself and that the, the truthfully the big big part of that is my purpose it's knowing what my purpose is being focused on that purpose and and then moving forward making decisions that's going to move me closer and closer to that purpose and so it's you know Every day, I, I'm I'm choosing, I'm deciding to do things. So um, that that again moved me toward having just a, a wonderful life. And going back to that that when my coach asked that question, um, I, I talked to Amanda about it after. And I said I I almost was like, it's it's amazing how many people have so much stuff going on in their lives. I, and I get it. I hear it every day, but I'm I'm like. I don't know. I want to help. I want to help you not have that stuff, right? It's gonna be there, but I want to, I want you to not even see it. Like it's, you know, you just you roll with it, and then li- just live a, a better life, making making choices. It's gonna move you toward um, happiness and peace and joy. And so anyway, that's my goal for you this week. I just want you to really focus on eat, eat the big frog, get it out of the way, whatever thing is on your plate. Every single one of you, by the way, when I talked about that big frog, have a big frog that, that you've been avoiding eating, right? That task that you've just been, oh, well, I'll do it tomorrow. It's too cold. It's too hot. It's too wet. It's too dry. There's always an excuse. There always will be an excuse and um, it's like weight loss have you ever have you ever really thought about that if you if you struggle with weight loss it's one of those things that we're always like um, well after my birthday well after my son's birthday after my anniversary right like we go through each holiday is like well because if you think about it there's one like every three or four weeks probably right and so there's always going to be another reason to, to wait to making that better change in your life so anyways today's the day right it's there there's truthfully not a better time than now um i can tell you that the easiest it will ever be to to, to do some of those things is today every single day it's going to be a little bit harder the hard, heart the deeper we get into debt the deeper we are with our poor health choices the harder it is to turn it around so today would be an awesome day to just say you know what i've had enough and it's time for me to 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 just live my life and have some purpose so anyway don't be afraid to reach out to me Again, you can go to my website, which is www.drianquist.ca So that's D-R-I-A-N-Q-U-I-S-T dot C-A. Um, there's a contact us button. Um, it is for my clinic, but at this point, that's the easiest way to get hold of me. If you have a topic that you'd like to hear me discuss, that's wonderful. I'm happy to, to get ideas from you guys. Um, you know, any feedback that you have, I'm, I definitely welcome and encourage you to reach out and let me know what you think. All right.